I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. In this podcast, I talk about bubbling Borough moving into the playoff places. I talk about Barnsley and their not-so-new head coach, Jose Mores. I give you insight into Borough's brand-new formation and all-important score prediction. This is the Borough Breakdown. I'm Johnny Bullock. Let's get right down to it. Ah, bubbling Borough are flying in the playoff places. Uh, following the win against Birmingham City, um, in, my, in my opinion, it probably wasn't the best game. Um, it definitely wasn't the most exciting ones. It was probably more of a nail-biter, um, especially towards the end. But we got the job done. That's probably the most important thing. And we beat Gary Monk again. And especially a team who had just recently got a manager, you know, they, they tend to get that manager bounce, that sense of sense of confidence, the fans start to feel something new, the players want to play for the new managers, so it had to really be a professional performance, and I'm delighted that we actually beat Monk and, and the Blues, not just to, to get one over on Monk, but, you know, to ensure we got back into the playoffs, it was a really good opportunity for us Tuesday night, um, and I'm, I'm glad that that we've done that and Bristol City slipped up again um, and we're actually sitting in the playoffs at a very, very good time. The part of this season, you know, we're starting to hit form at a good time, you know, we're beating the teams against us, and of course, and we've been put in front of us and hopefully we continue this confidence and this wave until the end of the season and hopefully through with the playoffs. I don't really want to put a down on 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 it if I'm if I'm honest. Um, but you know we we kind of have to beat these teams like Birmingham and and Hull and, and who else who else was it Leeds of course we drew against Sunderland but we didn't drop we was drop points but we didn't get beat. You know you're expected to get those points against those teams. Um, and no disrespect to them, but they are lower in the league. You know they're there for the taking. We have to beat them. We've got the quality in the squad, so you know I'm very happy with that. But we do have some incredibly tough games to play. Um, 
of course every game of the championship is tough and it doesn't matter who you play you all you're always going to be up against it um but you know we've got the likes of wolves who are just coming off that, that scandal of course with um with mendes partially running the club um we've got Derby to play away. We've got Nottingham Forest against Ito Karanka um, at home. That'll be a tough game, you know. With obviously with our experience of Ito and we know how he'll set up. Chef United away. That's <sighs> tough. Bristol City. Um, of course, that's a very very tough game at home because they'll be wanting to push back up into the playoffs. So it's a real scrap. But in my, in my opinion, even Millwall. Millwall is an absolute tough game as well you know they're absolutely flying at the moment I think they're 10th 10th or 11th um, from previous just can't stop winning at the moment Millwall and they seem to be full of confidence going into it and you know all credit to their manager and their team they're starting to really you know put put a run together um, there's always a team that comes from nowhere but maybe it's a bit too far for them but you never know there's 10-11 games left so Millwall will be a very tough game We've got a very hard running, so we have to make Saturday count and hopefully keep it going. So I want us to build momentum, and hopefully we will against Barnsley um, and obviously with their new manager um, Jose, Ma- Jose Mareos. Um, Mareos, sorry Jose Mareos, um, and I hope we just really kick on and we we thump them. Um, if I'm honest, so let's start to talk about Barnsley and, and their new manager, uh, Jose Moreas. You know, he's, he's a Portuguese manager. He's He's been, you'll probably know him best from Chelsea um, and his assistant manager's position. You know, he's been working in Saudi Arabia as well um, over the last few years or so as, as well. He's, he's very, very experienced as well, Jose. Um, of course, not... Not from my knowledge, of course, I haven't really seen him manage a team in English football because he never has. Um, but you know, to to work with the likes of with Jose and be man, be his own man as well in terms of managing different teams. Yes, it might have been in Saudi Arabia, but you know, gaining that experience as a coach is is vital and how understanding how you approach games and whether the players expect uh, respect you or ha- how your training methodology works and how it fits with a certain team. So it is quite exciting um, when a new manager comes in and, and implements new tactics. We've obviously had it this season with Pulis and we've seen a, an instant change to our performances on the pitch. We're very much more direct, but I'll go into that a little bit later. Um, but with Jose Moreas, they have changed Barnsley, you know, We've kind of known them this season to be quite a counter counteractive team, of course, with Paul Heckingbottom. Um, Paul, you know, he he likes to have that through ball and essentially, you know, play more direct approach. But Jose Moraes is, is a different kettle of fish completely. You know, he's very much possession style, um, and you you probably if you didn't see the. A glimpse of the Cardiff game from the other day. Um, Barnsley had a lot of the possession, of, but the only problem was they didn't have the quality moving forward. Um, but they had about sixty percent possession. You know they attacked down the wings, of course. Um, now, which is a, a big difference, of course. 
Um, there was ten, you know, stealing the ball from the, stealing the ball from Cardiff in their own area, which was quite a surprise since they didn't really do it much at the start of the season. Um, but you know, they were they're starting to improve a bit more. They're starting to, you know, put some things together. Um, of course, he's had a, a bit of a rough start. He's only won the one out of the four games, but I'd expect a really tough game on Saturday. A, a very, very tough game against okay, an, an unpredictable Barnsley side, should we probably say unpredictable. I remember the, the start of the season where, well, it wasn't really that start, but we, we played Barnsley away. Traore, funny enough, missed the bus, so he didn't show up. Um, and I was saying to my girlfriend that first goal's vital. We have to kick on. We'll win the game comfortably. One minute in, bang on goal. <laughs> and it's just typical Borough, really, isn't it? It's just typical Borough. Um, even Tuesday night's game. New manager, who, who formerly used to be ours, fighting against bottom. Hadn't scored in, at home, really, since... You know, well, they well, actually haven't scored many goals at all. Very much low, con. I think they're near Sunderland on terms of that front. They haven't gained many points at all. This season, it was just... It screamed typical Borough. It just screamed it. You know, if you're a young fan and you're listening, there's one thing, one bit of advice I should always tell you, and I'm still very young as well, but at 23, but Middlesbrough will always bring you up to knock you down and it's just the standard typical borough you know we slowly lost it under Karanka when we were doing all of the all of the uh, hoodoos in that se- that promotion season but it's just typical borough if we'll bring you up to knock you down but I hope we don't do that on Saturday um, against a, a, a Barnsley team who like I mentioned have changed under Jose Moraes and they, I think they'll give it a go on Saturday, I really do. Um, they have nothing to lose at all. They, you know, they're fighting towards relegation, but they need to pick up points, so they'll be fighting like dogs to to actually get them. Um, Jose has done one thing different to Paul Heggenbottom in terms of formation. He's changed him from more of a, a four-two-three-one um, into more of a four-three-three formation. Um, he did that against Cardiff City um, on Tuesday night and he tried to match them in midfield and I think he'll do very much the same against us as well um, so really going into more of the tactic side of things you know with, with Bora moving to a new formation of course um, you'd have noticed the last couple of games we went more into a, a 4-3-3 formation rather than the old 4-2-3-1 which we've been adopting since I talk well before I talk Karanka even under the Tony Mowbray era we were starting to play the 4-2-3-1 and we had that type of shape Pulis has made us into a more of a 4-3-3 formation because of one well not well actually yeah because of one player in a Tadama Traore um, when you play a four-three-three formation, it's very much for the wingers um, and for the attacking play. So if you're playing on the wing in a four-three-three formation, you have to be fast. You have to be very technical. Well, very technically gifted um, to actually play in the wings, and you know you've also got to track back as well. 
So Adama is doing that now, but what we have done in games, and if you haven't seen it, Adama is staying up a little bit more now, and down and will drop in from the other side. So we'll have the we'll have form in field, of course, uh, without without the ball. Um, but the press should generally start from the front man. So we'll start from Patrick Bamford, who has been on fire, of course, and you know people will will keep asking me why just late him when he's scoring. So. I'm gonna probably stop. I'm gonna keep slating him until he until he stops scoring, and I'll start a compliment him on his run. But um, anyway, the press should start with Bamford, and he should start with the defenders when we're not haven't got the ball, and then it should move to the wingers. Of course, either if it's Traore or Downing on the wings, they should really be pressing when we don't have it. You've got the three in midfield there. Um, the only disadvantage of having three in midfield is that. You're probably going to have more running to do, um, especially especially against a five in midfield. Of course, you, you're going to be a little bit, you're going to be caught. Of course, um, and especially with the three, one tends to move forward up to support the, the the striker. Of course, and you you generally have six up front with with obviously four three three. You you have six attacking players rather than the five, um, when you're well generally four when you play the four two three one. With the four three three, however, um, you can get caught very quickly. Um, so this is what Barnsley will probably try and do on Saturday. So they'll let Middlesbrough have the ball in certain areas of the pitch, but they'll leave probably McBurney up with a striker um, and maybe whoever the right winger is on on the day. They'll wait until we tend to mess up mess up a little bit either the floor where you say if say if Bezic give the ball away and we, we press quite forward of course they can counter attack very quickly because we have six players on the pit say six players up the pitch. So it's on it's really you know, if they try to match us, it could be a six V four on the opposite side of course with, with the with the counter attack of course. However, Millsbury have been doing this very, very Sneaky tactic when well, it's not very sneaky, of course, but it's it's a very good position position to be in when you play the four three three formation. So when Millsborough go forward, and as we have a player like Traore in the team, it allows one of our centre mids to two of our centre midfielders to stick back um, with the defence. So we have six at the back, and one will generally go up. So we're playing more of a four two four two. Well, like a three-one formation, of course, like going forward, but we're having the two backs will eliminate the counter attack, which a team can actually give us. I think we've done. We've moved to this. We we've moved to this formation because of Traore alone. Um, he is a very very special talent, and his defensive duties aren't great. So, it's a formation where we'll protect Traore with. But also, frighten teams to push bodies forward as he's going to be st- like stood towards their wing backs, and so they'll, they'll naturally force a play out of the attack, of course. But I expect them to to match us with that the four three three formation. You know, Jose's came in and he's he's generally changed. Their formation um, to to that four three three. They're gonna they're gonna match us, and I don't think they'll they'll press us that heavy. Of course, I think they'll they'll try and stick a player back to 
to manage the Triore run, of course, but you, we all know from experience there's, there's no really stopping him. Um, so I think they'll match us in, in that front. They'll play more, probably more of a 4-3-3 formation and they'll make try to make things difficult early on and they'll try and press us. Of course, however, like I always mention, you know, that, that first goal is absolutely vital for us. Of course, you know, we've we've got that amazing, amazing record where if we score the first goal, we win the football match. And no team no team in the league can say that. And of course that'll be on their minds as well. You know, if if we score first their confidence may go. And if it comes early on, we have a very, very good opportunity there to to kick on and to make things difficult for them, to get the heads down, of course, and, you know, really pick up the three points, which we vitally, vitally need, of course. But, you know, we, we do obviously need those three points, but the performances the last couple of weeks have, have shown that Borough can do both in terms of grinding out a result and playing excellent within the same week. Um, you know, promotion teams do generally need that. You know, you need the ability to, to grind out a result, but also perform on a weekly basis. You know, if you're watching Fulham at the minute, or if you caught any of Fulham's games, they've been absolutely tremendous going forward. But sometimes they've found it difficult to grind out results earlier in the season. But probably irrelevant now they'll probably be going up um in the automatic positions in my opinion um but like i mentioned there a team needs to show both sides of their game and the ability to grind out a result and obviously play well i okaranka really comes to mind when i think about grinding out results because we did it so much you know in that promotion season and even the the season we didn't get promoted as well, where we we just missed out, of course, to Norwich. But that's probably for another another day. But the Norwich game when we played them away at Carrow Road, when we won one nil, that was a performance of a team that should have been promoted. You know that that ability to grind out a result. We did it obviously, of course, the season after, and we grind out results then. Reading Hull City come to mind as well when Nugent scored at the end. So, you know, we need to keep showing that if we're going to get promoted this season. Um, but going into my my score prediction, I think it's going to be Middlesbrough 3, Barnsley 0. Um, I'm expecting Patrick Bamford to hopefully score again at any time. Um, I think if we really kick on and score that early goal... It could become a very one-sided football match, you know. They, of course, they're going to have, you know, some confidence, and they'll keep fighting for their new manager, and they'll try and make things difficult. They did that against Cardiff, of course, but that first goal and building on the confidence, breaking up the play that we've been doing in recent weeks with Mohamed Bezic, and I'll actually touch on him now before I wrap this up. But Bezic has been absolutely excellent the last few weeks. You know, since he's came into the team, he's just ability to to break up the play in the right areas. You know, the quality ball to play it through. Bamford's um, second goal, of course, springs to mind. But 
He played a delectable through ball through and Bamford went on to score. But Bezic has just been very, very good um, in breaking the play. And I hope, I really, really hope that we keep him come the end of the season. Whether, you know, if that's another loan if, for next year or or we actually sign him permanently. Um, of course, regardless of what division we're in, we should be trying to keep these type of players in the squad. Um, and hopefully we do keep him. But to wrap this up, um, I expect Middlesbrough to win three 0 Bamford any time. Hopefully Traore plays excellent again. I think we'll boss them in field, and I hope we take the confidence from the wins that we're having at the moment and bring them into the tough games that we have, of course, against the likes of Wolves and Sheffield United and Derby and Forest, of course. But anyway, this is the Borough Breakdown. Thank you very much for listening. Of course, if you have any questions or if you want, if you have any advice to to change this podcast or or anything like that, please do get in touch with us at the Everything MFC pages or me, um, at Johnny Bullock Number One at Twitter. Um, again, thank you very much, um, and up the Borough. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.